Welcome back, everybody, to another fun-filled episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Hoppyhead Productions. I'm your host, Sean, and across the way, Danny. I hope I hope you're not getting any any crazy storms like we are. Um, you mean by crazy storms you mean it was like a little overcast and humid today? Then hell yeah, dude, we're suffering immensely. <laughs> we had some crazy thunderstorms last night, like house-shaking thunderstorm. Oh man, those are like both fun and scary at the same time, especially when you live in earthquake country. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, one of those a couple months ago, and like there was one. It sounded like it it went off like right above my apartment, and it shook and just everything turned off at the same time. Yeah, I was like, I'm surprised like windows didn't break because of the um, like pressure. Yeah. Oh man, no. But we did get we did get some rain on Monday, hmm. just enough to make the ground wet. Yeah, and humid. <laughs> it's humid every day. I feel like out here. <laughs> yeah, I saw somebody do a did a public service announcement, and it's like, if it's summertime in the South and you're thinking about going outside to do things, just don't. And then the more you know, little logo popped up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, that's that's why. We go to that's why like now when you go to North Dakota we try to go like end of September beginning of October. After it's cooled off. It's yeah it's like it's cooled off but it hasn't cooled off yet you know like yeah. Because yeah. even once I went in April and we're like oh yeah we're safe dude because it's like it's like a couple like a month into spring and um you know we'll get that like nice spring like cool maybe it'll get down to like the it'll get up to like the high mid low seventies high sixties during the day and. Might be chilly at night, but you know, bring some jeans and a sweater, and you're good. And they're like, "No, nah, it's cool, man." Um, polar vortex. You <laughs> got like two feet of snow in like a couple hours. Yes. And it's like, but it's spring. No such thing, bitch. <laughs> no. it's, it's like snow season and then hot season. It's pretty much it in those states. <laughs> That's too funny. So, but no damage or no uh, power outages with the storms. Um, not here. Uh, there's quite a bit of uh, driving around. There's a couple different trees that have uh, have uh, broken branches and whatnot. One of our one of our branches in the backyard and one of our trees broke a couple uh, storms ago. I haven't I haven't gone to Home Depot and bought a chainsaw yet. I've been it's on my to do list. When I'm motivated. Yeah. Um, I'm part of this beer podcast discord group. And one of the guys, like a new guy that relatively joined was saying that um, he's, fr- he said he's from New Jersey, but doesn't, didn't say exactly where. And somebody asked, so what's your favorite brewery? Um, he said the Canes his favorite. And then they have another one, um, Bricks City, B-R-I-X. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh yeah, I have a buddy that moved out there to, um, Barrington, you know, he likes, um, like double nickels one that he likes. And I can't, I, like, and, um, and I know, the, and I'm like, I know there's a couple other, but I can't remember them. And he's like, you mean Barrington? He's like, you mean Burlington, right? <laughs> so even people in New Jersey don't know where you live. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> I always go, I live in Barrington. It's south of Cherry Hill. Because <laughs> Cherry Hill is like one of the, is like, um, it's like South Corona, you know what I mean? Like, 
It's got a, it's got money, but it's not the OC. Right. Well, it's the people that quite couldn't afford to live in the OC, but they didn't want to completely move to Riverside or Corona. Yeah, like Cherry Hill is like the big one, and then I'm trying to remember. There's like there's like Cherry Hill, and then there's like another place next to Cherry Hill, and that's like where the real money is at. Like some of the NFL players for like the Eagles live there, live in that in those neighborhoods. Sweet. So. Yeah, so that's, like, where, like, the money is. Yeah, so I sent him a picture of, like, the area, like, the map, general map around your area. And he's like, oh, yeah. Like, he kind of was like, oh, that's 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 South Jersey. I don't I don't really know anything about there. Yeah, so he lives in North Jersey, and I, have no, I know nothing about North Jersey. Other than it's closer to New York, so there's probably more assholes. <laughs> probably, yeah. It's like it's like again like how Corona's where the people who want to like don't want to live full like inland empire but can't afford to live in Orange County. It's like that. It's like dude, I'm not gonna go full Jersey, but I'll like I can't afford to live in Manhattan. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a lot of people up there. You could find some different world parts up there, but like the closer you leap, like when you're in between New York and PA, like in the middle. You're okay, but like as soon as you start getting closer to New York or to PA, like you start hitting more and more civilization. I thought you were gonna say as soon as, as you're getting more closer to Pennsylvania, you you start hitting like the the um the Rumspringa refugees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. They, they get their first taste of freedom and boobs, and they're like, "Yeah, we're not going back. We're staying in Jersey, the, where the devil lives." Yeah, come on down. Where the devil hangs out. We have a roller coaster, Jersey Devil, and a hockey team. That is true. That is true. And a whole um, urban legend. I think I feel like I support the Flyers more than the Devils, though. Well, yeah, because their mascot is the the best and worst thing in hockey. <laughs> things happen in philadelphia yes like ask, ask, ask santa claus why he doesn't ask why he doesn't include batteries with your toys anymore <laughs> ptsd uh, exactly. oh man yeah i do want to check out a flyers game i think this year though maybe next year we'll see that'd be fun yeah it should be they just made a big move yesterday so, oh, did they? Yes, they acquired a defenseman that they like, did, and they got rid of a player that like they drafted second overall a few years ago, but wasn't panning out. And yeah. so they're all in span because yeah, there's going to be an expansion draft coming up soonish. I think maybe this oh. week. Oh, really? So they're adding they're adding a new team, the probably one of the cool coolest teams. The um, Seattle Brandon, Kraken. The Kraken. The Kraken. Or at least the Kraken. Oh, that'd be pretty. That's pretty cool. I was, we were uh, talking about places we want to visit again, or like over the next couple of years. Um, so, like, I was talking about like we should probably, you know, head out to Gettysburg. You know, that'd be fun. Hershey. You know, we could probably do those in the same trip. And then, like, I would like to go up to um, maybe go to like Portland, Maine, or something like that. Go check out some of the beer scenes up that way. And go whatnot. check out uh, Bissell Brothers in person. Yeah, so there's some like cool places. For sure, for sure, a girlfriend to watch you um, lobster rolls at the 
High Roller Lobster Company that they also own. The brothers that own the Bissell Brothers, the Bissell brothers also own. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but I was like, we should probably go back out. I said we should go out to uh, Portland, um, Oregon. So, and I think so that'll probably be a place we uh, hopefully will go check out here in uh, hopefully the next couple of years. So we'll yeah, see. Yeah, my wife and I have been talking. My wife, we've been talking about. <laughs> Like Portland or Seattle for a while, because even when we were in Seattle, we didn't really do any touristy stuff. We just no, went to the we, convention. Back yeah, to the we, no, we didn't. So that that, that part kind of sucks. We, we probably we should have. See, I think we changed our tactics. Like we always give ourselves like an extra day out there just to fuck off. Right. Well, bit. the other reason too was I didn't want to do too too much in Seattle because I know that was a place my wife wanted to go. So I didn't want to be uh, like, oh yeah, and then we did this, and then we did this, and she'd be like, uh, oh, that's not fair. As opposed to, yeah, we just hung out, and went to the convention. It's like that's all you did. I'd rather never be like disappointed in my lack of like exploration and be disappointed that I saw something that she wanted to see first. Or so she was going to be disappointed either way, but at least she was more disappointed in your lack of exploration. Yeah, she's she's not disappointed that I like um, did stuff without her. She just was disappointed in just me, and it, and it wasn't the first time or the last time. I mean, because Portland has pretty good be- good beer, but yeah, I know. See, I think Seattle um, is supposed to have some good stuff too, so it'd be cool. Yeah, to since we've been there, they've gotten out. more breweries popping up mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. So this morning, or no, this night, my wife and I were just like, she was upstairs watching stuff on her phone, and I was downstairs, and I went upstairs because I wanted to show her something. And uh, we're talking. She like went to like reach for me, and I flinched, and she got all sad. She's like, "Why are you flinching? I don't hit you." And I'm like. I can't control it. Apparently there's some sort of trauma that makes me flinch when you move towards me fast. Fight or flight, man. Fight or flight. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what you want. <laughs> I, just want. I guess she wants me not to flinch. Yeah. But I can't help it. I used her thing against her. Well, I can't, I can't help how I react. It's just a reaction. I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> right. <laughs> So uh, what are you drinking today, sir? Um, I got a little bit risky with my beer, Sir Daniel. Um, I ended up getting the Summertime Seedless Watermelon Hopped Sour from Dewclaw Brewing in Baltimore, Maryland. So I was like, I, I don't even know why, because I know like watermelon is like one of those like flavors that just doesn't necessarily do well with beer so i was like you know what i'm gonna risk it for the biscuit this week it, it does yeah i'm gonna take one for the team it's a 7.1 percent abv um uh, the best part is is they bought like old cans uh, or like already pre uh pre-printed cans and they just put like a, a green label over it so if you peel the green label off, you'll see like a different brewery can underneath. <laughs> uh, like a kiss of sweet watermelon on a warm day, the sunny sour is balanced by hoppy tartness and lactose for a smooth finish. A simple slice of summertime perfection is the... Uh, is it and the other cool part i'll have to take a picture of it um it says point your phone camera here for musical beer pairings and it's got like one of those uh square 
square black and white codes so you could, I guess, listen to music, summertime music, while you're drinking this beer. Does it take you straight to just a Yacht Rock playlist? I don't know. That's a great question. We're gonna, we should find out. We're going to do it live. I haven't done it yet. So, But um, honestly, though, the beer is pretty... It's actually pretty solid. Like, I actually enjoy drinking this. I was uh, I was kind of surprised at how um, non-artificial it tastes. Okay, wow, this is really giving me problems. There we go. Oh, it takes you to Spotify. Well, I figured that, but, you know, Yacht Rock seems to be the new official summer of uh, summer uh, playlist. Oh, uh, it could be. I'll have to see. It's being a bitch. This is taking too much work. It is. Too much time. <laughs> you and your city can be busy for next. I don't have time to, to try to re-sign in and shit to this. So you have to check it out yourself. But um, anyways, back to the Bia. Um, it's very light. And it's very uh, soury. But you can kind of tell it has like a l subtle sweetness to it. Um, and the watermelon flavor is just kind of hanging out there. And um, it doesn't taste um, too artificial. Um, it just tastes like what you would expect like a watermelon flavored um, beverage to kind of taste like. So, um, Well, I wonder if they actually use um, actual watermelon then. Because I know like there's a brewery out here in um, Fontana, Ontario area, uh, Hamilton Family Brewing, where they do uh watermelon wheat beer and they actually like have um like watermelon peeling parties basically kind of like how wicks i'm not hanger uh, 24 used to do with their orange wheat before they uh you know, wanted to put it in every single store in california yeah and didn't they do that too for like the pumpkin one yes they used to do it for the pumpkin one as well the gorgeous which <laughs> i thought was a pretty fun name for a pumpkin beer <laughs> right <laughs> but no it's pretty good danny I'll, I'll uh i'll have to bring you i'll have to bring you out some so so you give it a go do you still have that space beer you said you were gonna bring me i do have i do have uh there's two in the keyser cool i thought they i thought they were all gone but i discovered there was still some in there i i, I figured you probably forgot about me like like the it, rest of the world forgot about dre <laughs> i just i thought somebody drank them all so by somebody you mean not you <laughs> not me we're not i'm not here to point names i don't want to be part of the blame game but it <sighs> definitely wasn't gonna wasn't me i'm not gonna point fingers i'm not gonna point names and, and say fingers but <laughs> i'm just i just wanted to finish your bad analogy because you're like i'm not here to point names or oh, say fingers geez. Yeah, things like that. So what, what are you drinking? So I'm drinking from Casa Agria. It's their signature select beer, B-I-E-R, a Kolsch-style ale. It's a cold-fermented premium ale, and it's unquestionably refreshing according to the can. And it's, I think it's premium because it has like a fancy like gold-type label on it. And so when I went there for the, the to pick up my member beers and was talking to the brewer, I was you know and a couple other like a couple and a couple of was like a couple employees and a couple of customers were like all talking and stuff and I was like yeah I was like 
So then I've ordered a couple stuff online, so instead of driving up, but there's a liquor store near me that got distribution, and I was like, I got the, the a collaboration they did, a Japanese rice lager that they did with the as collaboration with the sushi restaurant, and the guy brewer was like, oh yeah, that's his sushi. One of the guys in the group is like, yeah, that's his sushi restaurant. I was like, oh cool. I'm like, we'll have to come, when we have time. We'll have to come up here and check it out. Um, and I, but I couldn't remember the other one. And he's like, is it the signature select? And I'm like, it sounds like that, but I don't, I'm an idiot and forgot. And so this is it. Yeah, I was, he was right. And, uh, dude, it's like pretty much almost see-through. It's got a nice golden color. And a nice, like, jerk, like that weedy kosh, that bready kosh flavor. Oh man, this is, it's a beer that, like, doesn't taste, it tastes like beer, but not in a bad way. You know, some people are like, I want beer that tastes like beer. Bring me that <laughs> Coors Light. Yes. Oh, man. This is, this is ref- as they said, uh, unquestionably refreshing. I can, you can, this is something you can drink uh, of quite a few of throughout the day at, like, a barbecue or a poolside. Nice. Or eating set an Oktoberfest. <laughs> it only comes in at 4.8% alcohol. Oh, is that so? Yeah, I was gonna open up a fancy, big, heavy barley wine, but I'm like, no, I got, I got, I have errands to run today. I can't be uh, that drunk yet. <laughs> uh, well, you don't have as much time to recover, huh? No. <laughs> fancy before I go to bed, since I have to, you know, wake up, I have to be to work at two thirty in the morning all week, like for oh, funsies. Apparently. That sounds terrible. Yes. Ah. Uh. It's the worst, man. I hate it sometimes. But I guess it's better than like having. But at least I'm home by like between noon and one, as opposed to the other shifts where I don't start work till like five o'clock at night and don't get home till like one o'clock in the morning. So, (laughs) and I don't have to deal with traffic, really. No, you don't. (laughs) So, uh, speaking of uh, things that people don't want to have to deal with, you know. We have, uh, there, you know, in the past there's been beer collaborations for, um, like, wildfire um, relief funds and the whole, you know, Black Lives Matter um, beer with uh, the making donations to uh, different NAACP groups. You know, at least you're supposed to if you brewed the beer. That was the whole point. Um, so we got a couple of them out. One of them I missed, and I meant keep many to talk about, but it's called... Um, the thing it's called things we don't say and so this one is basically raising awareness to um for mental health um and it was it came out actually um in may during mental health month and so you know like everything they have the recipe and then they ask you to um donate um money like to suicide prevention hotlines and things like that and so this one they not only do they have a, the professional brewer recipe, but they also have a homebrew version already scaled down for you. So for they have a five-gallon uh, recipe. Um, let's see, they have the grain bill. So you need two and a half, six and a half pounds of two-row, 2.6 pounds of white wheat, 3.25 pounds of flaked oats, and like a third of a, two-thirds of a pound of dextrin, and then you get cashmere hops, at 180 at the, in the whirlpool in the two days of fermentation or oh, end of fermentation you add azaka and then finally you add five ounces of cashmere 1.3 of azaka again and 2.6 of eldorado 
Does that sound like something you would enjoy making or drinking, Sean? I think so. I, um, no, it would be uh, fun to make. I mean, it's kind of funny that you were talking about that because I was... I've actually looked up, um, I was looking up how to do, like, the old souring processes instead of doing, like, the kettle sours, how to do, like, the aged sours. You're going to go buy those little tiny um, oak barrels, like they sell at fairs and little um, tent booth areas of selling shit you don't really need, but because it's such a good deal, you can't pass it up? (laughs) Possibly. But yeah, like after you ferment the beer, like you put it, you put, um, you add more sugar and then you add your, um, your wild, uh, bacteria and then you just put it in a fermenter and just like let it sit. But this is where, um, this is where you could get some serious, uh, um, contamination if you mix fermenters. Cause like basically you gotta, you gotta eat like you got to really scrub it clean and and a lot of breweries don't like once they once they add wild bacteria to like that said fermenter it's like they don't use it anymore so i have to i might have to if i use some stuff i might have to buy some new fermenters for like later on well that's why like or it just gets in the air like um that's why um the brewery um basically has like three they have like three brands now so they have the original version and then they you know and one of the things the original the brewery basically never said was they're not going to make um ipas and basic stuff like that they're just going to do barrel aged and belgians and fancy beers mm-hmm. and so then they made the offshoot beer company where that and that's the the, the division that makes their ipas mm-hmm. and then they made the and then they had to open a second location off-site called they and they have a second tap room for it called the brewery taru mm-hmm. and that's where they do all their um wild fermentation stuff there because it just gets in the air too yeah it's it's like a virus it gets everywhere and gets into like even the even if it's not the same uh, fermenter it can still potentially get in the air and get into it yes yeah no it's yeah you definitely it you have to be uh very careful now when um the when the uh, I can't think of oh brew crew when the brew crew uh, first opened in Riverside and they had like their whole goal was to have like different breweries there that couldn't afford their own space so they had like four different breweries in one under one roof mm-hmm. like super micro breweries yeah um, one was a guy from La Habra his brewery name is a bean curd turtle and bean so he curd like, turtle bean curd turtle yes it's <laughs> really good beers um. And he uh, he left before they like kind of closed down or changed well, before they changed their business strategy to be more just a tap room. Mm-hmm. Um, but he went overseas to like Europe to learn how from like the brewery actual breweries out there on how to do wild sours and stuff. And so he's been doing a lot of collaborations, not just with you know with you know, breweries um, around the U.S. and overseas. And so he'll send some of his wild yeast and fermentation stuff that he gets off his fruit trees that he has in his backyard. Nice. So he'll go gather, you know, basically like mold off his fruit trees in the backyard and brew beers with that. <laughs> that is pretty interesting. Yes. And so, but the, uh, and so going back, the other uh, collaboration that's newer is called Brave Noise. And this is kind of in response to the whole... Um, um, 
I had her name. Oh, uh, Brianna Allen, aka Rat Magnet. Um, and her question about have you ever experienced sexism in the beer industry? And so that just led to all this different, you know, people coming out. And so, um, they uh, basically like you, you. It's it's like this is a little more complicated. So you have to fill out a form and include your code of conduct. So you can't just be like, yeah, we'll we'll do it, and then like, because they don't want people to claim they're helping out but not actually helping out, you know, and they're just using it as a way to cover up for not doing anything. They're like, yeah, we're doing stuff. We're brewing your beer. And they're like, yeah, but are you making sure your customers aren't dicks to your employees? And so then um, <laughs> they'll put, uh, um, it says brew the beer and publish your code of conduct for staff and customers upon its release. Make a donation to relevant charitable or nonprofit organization. We encourage breweries to donate a majority of the sales to an organization that best supports the mission of this collaboration, and then they have a list, a link, a link to the list of or- recommended organizations, and then it's like make a re- just make a commitment to change by you know training your staff and uh, how to you know just basically not be dicks and don't stand you know promise not to deal let let customers get away with customers being customers kind of a thing. And so then they have a way for the home brewers to do it. Um, so they do have a homebrew recipe uh, that was by the SoCal homebrew thing, but I, okay, so they don't just have the uh, the recipe available like the other brewery, the other beers have had. This one, you again, you have to go through. You have to um, give your give a contact name, your homebrew name if applicable, your and your email address, and then ask if you're aware of the stories that have been shared by. Uh, Rat Magnet and the other party that's co-sponsoring this uh, beer, the Embolden Act Advance. So, but there is a way to get the homebrew recipe. It's just there's more steps that, like you said with Spotify, that I don't have, I can't go, I'm not going to do right now. <laughs> Ain't got time for this. Right, well, because I'm not going to lie and say that I have, I'm, I'm a home brewer either. Like, I'm not that, I'm not that much of a dick. No. No. I mean, you I'm are a dick, though. I, I not, I'm not denying that. I'm just not that much of a one. <laughs> There's uh, a. It was an episode of um, when Stephen Colbert had his talk show on uh, CBS, not The Daily Show. But I guess um, something came up, and this somebody like referred called a woman a, a vagina as an insult, and she replied back, "It's like how dare you use part of a body's anatomy? You know how dare you use part of an anatomy to describe a human being?" And then they come back to him, and he's like, I know, man. Why does that dick have to be such an asshole? <laughs> uh, okay, so starting today, Sean, we got, we're back to the, the back to the old new normal in L.A. What is it? You have to wear masks indoors again. Oh, shit. Started at 11.59. Like it, and, well, the, the, the order started basically at midnight. Um, but, uh, yes. So at least in LA, I, and something like, like I know up in Northern California, they're like highly recommending people to wear masks, Yeah. whether you're vaccinated or not, but they're not enforcing it the way LA is. LA is, uh, yeah, you have to wear a mask if you're inside unless you're like actively like eating food or drinking something. So, cause I've been reading all, you know, cause the, the COVID numbers are up, are going up again. Yeah. And so I've, you know, reading some stuff on Reddit, you know, and I don't, I'm, everything I read on Reddit, I take with a grain of salt, but they all, you know, are talking about work in the hospitals and how, um, um, 
most pretty much everybody there that's uh, that has COVID did not get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've I've been hearing all these. You know, it's like if you're for the anti-vaccine people, like none of them have the same story, which is amusing to me because I love a good conspiracy theory. <laughs> I hate whenever it's like like yeah, tell me your conspiracy theory, and then it's like. Bill Gates is putting microchips in your in your arm, and it's like, but why? And it's like, well, why do you think? And I'm like, I don't think this is your theory. Like, it's like yeah. you coming up to me with a scientific theory to disprove gravity, and it's like, okay, you have to disprove gravity, and it's like, okay, how? And it's like, I don't know. That's your job now. <laughs> why don't you oh, just disprove it? <laughs> yeah. Why do I have to do your work for you? But then I I saw that. You know, now they're claiming that um, the vaccines are made from aborted fetuses. Is the new is one of the new reasons why people aren't getting it. Jesus. And so, you know, one of the like, I saw that on Reddit, and uh, someone says like, "Well, yeah, but if you don't get the uh, vaccine, then those babies died for nothing." <laughs> oh man, but yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if that spreads out more. Like, I know for sure Orange County isn't going to do it because they don't care. Like. And then everybody from L.A. will just go to Orange County, catch the disease there, and then bring it back to L.A. anyway. So it's kind of pointless. <sighs> I saw somebody tweet. saw a tweet, and it was, um, we need to reconsider using the phrase, avoid it like the plague. Because we can see how very few pe- people are even trying to do anything to avoid this plague. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's true. Oh, man. So, and, you know, another conspiracy theory that people have is about, you know, cell phones and the upgrade and Internet services with the whole 5G. So I, I came across the tweet, and this person was like, I have – there is scientific proof that the, me, the mainstream media is ignoring about 5G being bad for you, right? And so they link the, science, the, the article to um, – what, where they got their source that 5G is bad for you. Except um, the 5G that they're talking about isn't 5G for cell phone, it's 5Gs. Like in G-Force. Because <laughs> it's, like it's like, she quotes the article and then like shows the article and highlights it. It says, 5 to 10 seconds of 5G typically leads to... Um, well, she, missed, she like summarizes the quote and then highlights it. So she's like, 5 to 10 seconds of 5G typically leads to tunnel vision then loss of consciousness but then the actual thing that she highlights is five to ten seconds at four to five g vertically typically leads to tunnel vision then loss of consciousness <laughs> but then the part that she did like the, but she has the rest of the paragraph that she didn't highlight where it says our tolerance of g-forces depends not only on the magnitude and duration of the acceleration or deceleration but also on the orientation of our body we are most vulnerable to a force acting towards the feet because this sends blood away from the brain hmm and so that's her proof that, you know, 5G is bad. Yeah. But so we, you know, but it was just perfect that I read that yesterday because I, we ended, my wife and I ended up going to get uh, new phones. <laughs> nice. So have you're, you bought a new phone? You're, you're, you're like walking around saying, does this, uh, does this 5G, uh, is this 5G going to kill me? Exactly. It's like, um, oh, no, I can only talk to you for like 10 seconds. Like five to ten seconds or I'm going to pass out, dude. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, you know, phone prices are going up more and more. And, like, basically at this point now, like, I don't even know why they have people manning the stores because, other than to just scan things and fill out paperwork. Because 
like they gave us the phone and instructions on how to um, not only activate our phone but transfer all the data over from our old phone to our new phone. It's like, dude, um, I remember back in the day, like, back in my day, when you bought a phone, they'd have, like, a machine in the back, and you just plug the phones in, one on each side, and it'd take a little bit of time, but not much. Yeah. And you'd have, a, you'd get a new phone that not only, like, was, where you can actually, like, make phone calls with it and stuff right away, um, but it also had all your, like, contacts and whatever on it. Now they're like, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. That's too much time. <sighs> it's, it's like shrinkflation but with phones because you know they're giving us less and less service and paying more, making us pay more for it but what are we going to do right not have phones <laughs> right pretty much <laughs> so steam announced they're making a portable console and everyone kind of lost their shit like oh my god they're, they're they're going after the nintendo switch you know meanwhile the nintendo switch is like yeah yeah Ask PlayStation how it how uh, going coming after us works. You know, ask them about the Vita and the PSP, how helpful <laughs> those are doing. Yes. But not only that, but then Steam uh, also has had multiple services in the past that they've offered. Like they had their little like computer, but it was basically like a fancy console. Um, that they stopped uh, um, supporting, and the same thing with pretty much everything else they've offered. Like in the last few years, they've offered a bunch of products and it didn't sell as much as they hoped it would immediately. I honestly didn't even realize that they sold this many different products. <laughs> Did you look it up? Uh, no, I remember seeing a post about about, oh, yeah. about them and then I was like, holy shit, I didn't realize that they even made this many things. Yes, and so it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be available in uh, December the steam deck is what they're calling it um and it ranges anywhere in price from four hundred dollars for four hundred dollars you just get like a 64 gigabyte memory and a carrying case up to the 650 option where you get 512 gigabytes and you get premium anti-glare etched glass and an exclusive carrying case and an exclusive steam community profile bundle and an exclusive virtual keyboard theme oh how exclusive well, exclusive to whoever, however many of those six hundred the six hundred forty nine dollar models are available. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you have to you have to make a Steam if you have if you if you you have to either have or make a Steam account, and then you have to make reservations, and then as part of the reservation process, you have to put it down basically put a down payment for your reservation. And so if you already have a Steam account, you could have done it right when it was announced. But if you don't have a Steam account. Then you had to wait 48 hours after you made your account to put your reservation in, and the sales will go in order of reservations made. Mm. Interesting. And they're saying that. Good. No, I'm just gonna say that's pretty cool. Like that way, it's like you you'll get it when you get it, but you already if you paid for it, you know it's it'll be on its way as soon as it gets to your number. Right, and I don't know if the the it's the full price that you have to pay or just a small fee. Mm kind of a thing but um like uh they're talking about um so, like they have the frequent ask questions like why is my account not able to place a reservation until sunday and it's like we are aware of potential unauthorized resellers and as an additional safeguard to ensure fair ordering process we've added a requirement that, res that a reserver has made a purchase on steam prior to june 2021 for the first 48 hours of reservation availability 
Mm, gotcha. And so, um, and it says you can cancel your reservation, um, and if you cancel within 30 days, they'll give you your money back. Okay. Um, but I still don't see any, um, how much the reservation is. So, but yeah, I mean, I guess at least they're trying to figure out a way to stop scalpers. I don't know if it'll work, but that's their plan. I don't know. Hopefully. Hopefully it'll do some damage. Yeah, so, I, you know, last week being 4th of July, I thought I, my, my plan was to watch this movie with my wife, and then I showed her that I had the DVD, and she's like, wait, why would they make a sequel to that movie? And 20 years later, I have no... And then she's like, I have no interest in watching this movie. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so I'll just watch it by myself then. And she's like, yeah, I'll do whatever you want. I don't care. So I ended up watching the sequel to Independence Day. By yourself. Also, by myself. No, because because <laughs> my wife was like, yeah, this looks like... This, this sounds like a bad idea, not having seen it. And she's like... And I was like, oh yeah, and Will Smith's not in it. And she's like, wait, what? Like, I, th- I thought you were trying to sell me on watching the movie, not make- convince me to watch it even less. Um, you know what, though, man? Like, it wasn't a bad movie. Like, it was, I, it wasn't, to me, it wasn't as good as, like, the Ghostbusters was with the, yeah. with, um, but it was what it was, dude. Like, the aliens invaded, like, it was, like, moments, actually a few moments where it was, like, legitimately believed that, like, maybe, like, the people might not win or at least, like, important characters would die off. Um, they got back literally everybody except for Will Smith and Randy Quaid because his character died, which would have been awkward. Oh, Will Smith wasn't in it. Yes. Dang. You I think he opportunity. He, he was supposed. To, I think he was like, supposed to be in it, but then another movie came up instead of him being in it. Mm. Um, but they got his. They basically the the story revolved around his son, who was gotcha. played by the same actor that played um, A Train in. Um, the boys, the Amazon show. Ah. And then they had um, Liam Hemsworth played the Tony, um, like the um, Harry Connick Jr. role as of the friend, even though they're like they were frenemies because they something happened and they hated each other. Mm-hmm. But then the aliens came and they had to friend up again, of course. So the aliens oh. just came back and started blowing shit up. Yeah, like. Pretty much, man, but, like, on a bigger scale, of course. Did they destroy the White House again? No, they did not go that route this time. No. No. They mostly, like, destroyed, like, the entire, like, East Coast. It was a little bigger. Ah. Fair enough. Um, But then they also set it up to have a a third movie in the trilogy, which I haven't heard anything about, so I don't know if the movie probably... The movie probably didn't pan out as well as the studio had hoped. Um... Which is funny that, you know, everyone was, like, pissed that Will Smith wasn't in the sequel because originally um, the studio did not want him in the movie. <laughs> because they felt that having um, a black character in the lead role would hurt their overseas markets. Wow. Yes. But they, they I guess, they got their way somehow. The same way, like, um, uh, the director that made Hellboy, like, and Mike Mignola, like... They wanted Ron Perlman to play Hellboy, and at the time when he was kind of pretty much relatively unknown. Yeah. And so they like the movie just sat there and sat there, and finally they're like, "Dude," and they're like, "Make the movie," and they're like, "Yeah, with Ron Perlman." And they're like, "Fine, go ahead." You're like, they're like, "Fuckers, just do it already." Pretty much, yes. Fuck. 
Oh, man. So <laughs> the final episode of Loki aired this last week, and I know you've watched absolutely zero of it. Yep. Oh, man. So it's kind of weird because it kind of ends on a cliffhanger, and so it's like, how is this going to tie into a movie? But it's not going to tie into a, a directly into a movie yet because so far this is the first Disney Plus show that has a confirmed second season. They even did, like, the whole thing at the end that they've been doing lately with the movies where it's like, this person will return in this thing, like, letting you know when you can see them again. Yeah. And so Loki, it said Loki will return in um, season two. Yeah. So. It is, it's no Mandalorian, I'll say that. It's up there, though, I think. Is it? Yeah. I heard it had, like, I heard it had, like, a rocky start. Did it, like, pull, did it, when I... Did everybody just get too emotional too quick and not, well, like, let it play out? There's, like, one episode that kind of everybody hates. Yeah. But, but like, every show has – it's, like, every show has, an, like, an exposition episode. And so it's basically, like, Loki and one of the other characters are on this planet. Like, they basically get away from the TVA, and they're on this planet trying to figure out, like, what to do. They barely escape, and then – shit happens and they kind of get stranded on the planet and so it's just it's like them trying to get to know each other in a way I think, you know like the differences between the Lokis and kind of some yeah. backstory like her backstory and um whatever you know stuff like that so it's not like because people are like oh there's not enough fighting in this uh, in this episode and it's like that's all you care about is just fighting because like that's not what the movie and it's, okay so that's how is that why you hate WandaVision then is because it wasn't as much fighting yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess we're big dummies that need thing, people to fight all the time. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh man, so, so speaking of big dummies and things fighting all the time, Sean, <laughs> is that what happens in is that what happened in the anime that you watched, or is it also boring like Loki, where people talk? There's a lot of t- there's quite a bit of action in talking. In is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon season three? So, Season 3's been out for quite a bit of time, Danny. Um, And uh, it's 12 episodes long. I feel like it wasn't as good as the first two. I feel like... I feel like there was a conflict, and then there was a resolution at the end, and nothing fucking changed, like, in the world. (laughs) Really. It was kind of... It felt like it was, like, there was no reason for it. So... So the whole premise behind this is, like, there's um, all sorts of different um, gods across the... What's the what's the gods with uh, Zeus? I forget. the. They're not the Greek gods. Roman? Roman? Anyways, so, like, Zeus isn't in it, but it's, like, a lot of the minor ones. Like, Loki's in it as well. So I think it's, like, a mix of, of people. Yeah, because Loki would be, like, Norse mythology. Yeah. Yeah, so there's got it's like a mix, but basically like they sponsor hu- gods sponsor humans, and then the humans like typically go in the dungeon and fight and kill monsters and try to like and when they kill monsters they get stones that they sell for money and stuff like that. Um, oh, uh, but base it's up. I just I did some minor research, Sean. So Real Zeus quick. is Greek. Got you. And and then his I guess Jupiter would be the Roman equivalent. Got you. That makes sense. See, that sounds that sounds right. Okay. Uh, so basically, like in season three, 
he come uh bell who's the main character comes across um a monster like a half dragon that could actually and it's like she's more it looks she looks more human than she does like a dragon and um but she could speak so she this is like you know it like and so basically it kind of goes through like all these monsters have like emotions and they could talk but like you know they're doing the whole like they can't go to the surface and live their dreams because you know they're monsters and people are going to view them as monsters and yada 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 and it kind of like they go back into hiding at the end of the season and like nothing really changed like it was just kind of like we had conflict nothing was really resolved everybody just went back to hiding and everybody's just acting like everything's okay like they had a cover story like it was like it it definitely was not as good as the first two seasons. I'm hoping it's one of those things where like they had to play out this season to get ready for the next season. But I will tell you, like I still don't even know like what the main premise of this show is gonna really be outside of Bell training to get stronger because there's really no like demon lord or anything like he eventually has to fight someday. It's just like. There's like a couple gods that are kind of like suspicious, and and you feel like they're plotting shit. But outside of that, it's like there's no villain or anything. It just feels like it's an endless anime. Well, the plot so, is him trying to get into that one girl's pants, isn't it? I don't think so. <laughs> I think he's just trying to. Um, he's just trying to be. Uh, I think. He's just trying to grow, become the strongest, really, at this point. And like the the girl that he has a crush, I guess he, I guess he has a crush on. Um, she's like uh, super powerful, I know, and she goes back to training him at the end of season three, as well. So, but well, no. I also thought he also wanted to um, like make it so that his god is like not made fun of as much, and yeah. she can buy a new dress that doesn't have holes in it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, but um, I did do some research. So there is another OVA. I haven't seen it yet. And it's funny because all the OVAs have to do with like, um, like a, like a, like a spa, not a spa, but what are the, what are they, what are those hot pools outside? Like a bath? Yeah, it's not i wouldn't call it a bat a hot spring yes 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 hot spring so it always has to do with like a hot spring for whatever reason so and then season four is supposed to come out in 2022 have you um have you ever been to a hot spring no i have not so the i haven't but my wife has and so basically um like they they, they stink yeah oh i'm sure because they do they're heated by sulfur. Like volcanic rock and sulfur is basically what heats them. So it just smells like lip matches and parts. <laughs> like when you get out of it, you have to go like shower to get the smell off. Cause you stink like that. It just mm. permeates your body. I believe that it makes total I'm sense. Like, she's like, and I was, but it was so relaxing. And I'm like, yeah, but then you end up walking around smelling like somebody farting rotten eggs. <laughs> and then trying to light matches, the fire doesn't happen. <laughs> oh man! Everything's always be better in the story than in real life. <laughs> yes, exactly. 
So where'd she go to a hot spring at? Marietta Hot Springs. I did not realize they had hot springs out that way. Yes. Like their natural hot springs? Yes. Oh. There's like a resort there kind of thing, area. Interesting. And so, the more you know. There's a, there's a, it's on a road called Marietta Hot Springs Road. It's not just a clever name. It's an accurate (laughs) description of what's there. Fair enough. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Um, I also... Oh, oh, did you finish this one? I did not finish it, but I I, I was, like, going to finish it, and then I saw that there was more episodes than I thought there was, so I lost a lot of motivation. Yeah. So, I'm a spider, so what? Um, Finished. It got up... It's uh, up to episode 24. I think I hit... After watching episode 19, watching the uh, dub version, I went back and I just powered through the sub version and just got finished it, because I... I couldn't wait anymore. <laughs> I didn't want to wait for another five weeks for the uh, the sub versions to come out. Yeah, I just finished because um, I was like gonna watch it yesterday and today, and I got home later after running errands than I wanted to, and I I was like in the middle of an episode, just fell asleep, and so I'm like, oh man, so I was good, and we started recording later today, so I'm like, I have time to watch it, and then I saw I'm like, oh, there's all, there's not twelve episodes, there's twenty six or whatever and i'm like yeah i don't have time to watch that and so then i watched the newest episode of another anime and then went back to watching this Mm -hmm. um but i'm like i just got to the episode where um it's like the midpoint of her fighting the drag the lava dragon the fire dragon yeah no i got you where she like gets a new like brain a new mental personality and they're like hello and all the other person is like not right now (laughs) <laughs> that's too funny um so what do you what do you think so far it's getting better than i like i figured there was something going to happen and so like you know so the base of the story is that there's an explosion at a school and all the kids get reincarnated in this world and so most of them are like human and one is a dragon and one is well there's like they're like either human or humanoid so there's like an elf there's like i guess in one of the recent episodes i watched they found out like 11 of them came back as elves elves or 12 of them counting the teacher um and then like one's a dragon that's like at the school this where they're all at and then um one's spider and then there's some that they don't know like the, the teacher knows where they are but it's a secret yeah right she won't tell um, and so the spider is kind of like in this lap, like dungeon, this like super difficult dungeon. And so she's like leveling up and as she's leveling up, she's like both like someone who plays RPG. So understands, she understands the leveling system. And she's also an edge Lord, as she says herself multiple times, like picking skills just based on how much more of an edge Lord they can make her. <laughs> right. Um, but then at some point you find out that there's like, some sort of like moderators or something controlling the world. Cause she's complaining about how, like when the, when a certain skill leveled up, nothing happened. And then later on, it's like your request has been completed. You know, this person administrator D has granted you this level for acquiring this skill. And she's like, wait, what? <laughs> Pretty much. So like I haven't, so I don't know if anything else happens, but it's, it's pretty funny. It's mm-hmm. cute, but not cutesy. Yeah. Um, but there's also some, like, serious tension and drama going on, especially, like, between the students. Um, 
like one of them is like I'm the I'm the prince I'm gonna be the king this is my world I can do whatever I want and you're just I'm gonna kill anyone that gets in my way um I don't know man it's good I mean I'll finish it I just knew I wasn't gonna run out I was just didn't have enough time to watch you know 15 episodes of anime in like two hours yeah no it's um yeah basically to your point it's uh it's it is uh easy to watch it's pretty funny uh, but it's not like overly cutesy or anything, um, man. It it's interesting how it ends. Like I started to kind of pick up that something didn't seem right along the storyline, and then at the and then at the end, I was just like at the uh, at, at the big reveal at episode twenty six, the end. You're just like holy shit! Like season. Season two is going to be so different than what I imagined it was going to be. So I'm, I'm excited. You, you'll, uh, it starts to really pick up, um, after, uh, after that story arc and it's, things really start to mix around and stuff. And you're just like, holy shit, this is, this is way different than I expected the story to go. Like, it's definitely not like, um, a little simpleton story. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It already seems like like not full on, but there's some. There's going to be like some sort of similarities between this and Sword Art Online yeah. at some point if there are yeah. administrators watching it. Yeah, I feel like the biggest thing about season one is that there's so many characters that have to be developed, and you have to know what's on their mind. It just feels like it takes a long time to get through season one. So that's. I, that's why I feel like as you kind of get through the last part of this season, it really starts to pick up because it's focusing more on the story and not necessarily just the characters because now you know about the characters. Right. And I do think it's funny that, like, um, like I guess the main human character, one of his uh, friends got reincarnated as, like, a hot chick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so that like, is funny. But they're like sitting there, like at lunch or whatever, talking, and the the, the chicks talking to him, like his friend, because it's his friend. So it's like, dude, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> right. Oh man, but yeah, you know, there's a lot of uh, um, kind of already a lot of some of the, the behind the scenes stuff developing, like the guy that was the prince that was like can do whatever he want. Um, you know, had his powers taken away and made a pact with what I'm assuming is a demon lord that is at some point going to come into play, but. To what extent, I don't know. Um, but I've been in your position. It's fun. Where, like, I've, I'm way ahead of you on a show, and you're speculating, and I'm like, yeah, I know what's going on, but I don't want to ruin it for you. No, I can't, yeah. dude. It's just it's it's just good. That's all I can say. I can't wait to hear your report back in uh, in the next couple weeks. Yes. So the, the show that I stopped um, watching, because I saw that the third episode came out today, or at least this weekend, um, is one that I hadn't heard of and it popped up on the vrv recommends you know like the full screen page when you first go into the app and when i was reading about it i'm like i don't know i'm like you know i'll get like one it was like at that point it was just one episode and i'm like all right i can watch this one episode and if i don't like it then i'm gonna i can just throw it away kind of thing but it's called girlfriend girlfriend and so you meet the main character and he's talking about how he finally you know got the girl that he's loved forever to go out with him to be his girlfriend. Like he's asked her like a lot since they're like in kindergarten. Now they're in high school and now they're dating. And so 
um, they're in class and there's a scene where like she's gonna go off with her friends to like club, and she's like, "Don't cheat on me while I'm gone." And he's like overreacting, like, "Oh my god, I'm not going to like I love you." And she's like, "Calm down, dude. We're in class." <laughs> and then like he says something to her, she's walking out, and then she turns around and she kind of overreacts. So like, it's hilarious. Like the two characters, like, um, they have two um, volume levels. It's like just quietly like talking and like yelling. There's no in between. Um. I forget this. I forgot to look it up, but I was talking to one of my coworkers who watches a lot of anime, and he said that the the person that wrote the manga for this also wrote a couple other shows that were pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so I, well, he goes up to the roof while his girlfriend's at club, and this girl comes up and confesses his love towards her, towards him, for, confesses her love towards him, and he's like, "Oh my god, she's so cute. What do I do? Like, I don't want to like make her feel bad by rejecting her, but I have." A... And so he's like, "I'm gonna go talk to my girlfriend." And so he's like, I want to date her too. And she, the girlfriend punches the dude. But then he's like, how can, how can you be mad? She's so cute. You know? And so they sure, they end up dating. And, wow. You know? And so like the second episode, they just like, they decide to like move in together because um, his parents aren't there for some reason. And it's like, but their, her, their parents aren't going to question where they are. Like, yeah. Um, and so she, they think she's asleep. The main, the redheaded girlfriend, the main one, and Suki. And so the other, she, the other girl was like, "Can you come closer to me?" She's like, oh, in her head, she's like, yells the girl's name, Nagasaki. <laughs> Such a slut. You're an adorable slut, but a slut. <laughs> and so they're like talking, and she's like, like kind of like making noises, like the the new girlfriend, and oh my, she's like, oh my god, it's in. And so she like. He stands up and he goes at it. It's like, did you just put it in? And they're like, put what in? And so she throws the blanket off and like they're like facing each other but far apart. And she's like, I'm just gonna lie down on your side of the, on your bed and die now. Please kill me. <laughs> There's a lot of like overreactions and kind of like, embarrassing assumptions so far. Like mm-hmm. it's it's kind of reminiscent in a way to like um, the scenarios in um, oh, what's the one where the Rent a girlfriend, but less, little less cringy and awkward, and the guy's like more likable. Oh, gotcha. Because you know, like normally in like harem animes, like the guy's like, I'm not interested in that at all. So, um, the, like as they're getting ready to go to bed, the girl's like the, the Saki, the first girlfriend, was like, "What are your intentions with her? Like, do you want to have <laughs> sex with us both at the same time?" And he's like, "Um, I'm not gonna lie, yes." <laughs> That's funny. And so, like, the third episode, like, the second episode ends with them, like, at school, and, like, they're going to pretend like they don't know each other. They're strangers, like the boyfriend and girlfriend and the new girl. And it's like, why can't you just, like, she's a new student. Why can't you just go up to introduce yourself and make friends so then that way you don't have to explain why you're hanging out with her? It's like, oh, we made friends with the new girl because she's new. And so it gets caught, like, the third episode is basically just them, like, trying to find a because the, the new girl made lunch for them because that's her, like, contribution to the relationship is making food, apparently amazing food. Yeah. And so the third episode is them, like, running around which, for, like, the longest lunch period ever trying to find a place to eat lunch so that they don't get caught by the other students, them eating together, because they're not supposed to know each other. <laughs> Jeez. But it's it's funny. It's it's The characters are likable so far. The, um, the voice cast is really good. It's just... It has a weird premise. Fair enough. <laughs> and it's... It's not super fan servicey at all. Like, there's like, you know, the one, like the one girl's like, 
trying to get him like he's like well I, I don't bring anything to the relationship it's like i know i'll sleep with them and so you see like her in a bra and it's like and panic and it's like okay but there's like i guess a point because she's trying to she's panic save trying to panic save her the relationship even though she's the one that also agreed um <laughs> but yeah it's girlfriend girlfriend they're only up in the episode on uh on vrv or uh crunchy roll depending on yeah uh, which one of those you have or want to get what service you're using Yes, and then finally, the second season of Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid is out. Yeah, I've seen some different memes out with the the new girl, the new dragon. Yeah, I know. Like Twitter hated her because, you know, she's like a smallish character but has huge boobs, and they're like thinking it's gonna be similar to the the, the younger dragon where she's like a six thousand year old dragon but is also like a second grade student or a kindergarten yes. student, or whatever. <laughs> like you're sexualizing, you know, an, I know it's an adult, but in a kid's body. And it's like, come to find out that they're like, she's the same age as um, the main dragon. I forget her name. But, um, so she's yeah. not like, she's not like a child child. And so, um, you know, she, like, the first few episodes are basically just spent explaining her backstory and her mistrust of humans. Um, and I know one of the things people complained about was, that, like, basically, like, someone was saying that she shot lasers from her giant boobs. And it's like, no, no, like, it's, I'm not, like, saying this justifies it or makes it better, but she's, like, a chaos dragon that's, like, super fire-breathing, and her boobs are, like, where the fire builds up in her lung are supposed to be, like, her lungs, her dragon lungs, and so she can't make them any smaller. They even have a, a scene explaining that in the anime, like, in the third episode, that, like, physically, it's already, like, the smallest she can handle making them without, like, She's already, like, struggling to keep them that small. <laughs> but there is a scene where, like, the two dragons are fighting and she unleashes the full blast of her fire. And so, like, her boobs get all, like, fiery hot. Right before... And then she shoots the fire out, you know? Yeah. So it's like, she builds up the fire in the furnace of her boobs. So, I don't know, man. It's a lot of... The, it's very similar in tone to the first season. The characters all interact the same. It just... They brought in a new character. Who, um, according to the guy that I work with, he was surprised they brought her in because she should have been in the first season based on the manga, the way the manga story was told. Oh, gotcha. So it seems like they're changing that up a little bit. Mm. Like how Robert Kirkman did with The Walking Dead when he didn't kill Shane at the end of the first season of the show when he showed uh, up. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. It's good to see that they're having some changes, though. Not yeah. everything has to be. I guess as long as it's still good, though. Right. Or change it for the worst. So far, it seems good. She's just kind of, you know, because at this point now, all the the dragons that are on in Earth have kind of acclimated being on Earth. So you're kind of running out of like wacky stories. Um, but there is one where the guy, the the guy that ended up with the DN, the video game nerd, the MMO playing nerd, he ends up actually going to like an in real life um, meet up with the group, and he was all pissed that none of them look like their characters in the game. And Miss Kobayashi's like. But you don't look like your character. And he's like, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's okay. it for today's show. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out. Make sure you follow us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and all those fabulous places. Make sure you give us a five stars. You can follow us also on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Untapped for your convenience yes 
All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Later.